One Percenters, welcome back to another episode of the One Percenter Podcast with yours truly, David Nurse. And this week we have on a super special guest, good friend of mine, Taro of Four Sigmatic. Now, Taro is not your normal guest. He's very interesting in a way that stands out above almost anybody else that I know. Taro is an entrepreneur from Finland starting a multi-million dollar company for Sigmatic. Taro's story is literally the epitome of having a dream, having a passion, and making it into your life's mission without worrying what anybody else thinks, without worrying what the world says. He started a multi-million dollar mushroom business. Think about that. 10, 15 years ago, would there even been a thought of that happening? Absolutely not. But what I love so much about Taro and what draws me to him, what stands out about him, is just the genuine person that he is. He's not someone who's trying to build himself up on Instagram. He's not a look at me, this kind of guy. He's just going to give you this honest truth and how it is. And in this podcast with Terrell, we will biohack the NBA through mushrooms on how the human power of chaga, cordyceps, lion's mane, which can have health benefits for the immune system, lowering cholesterol, helping you feel more at ease and at peace, recovery, a ton of stuff, a ton of benefits out of the mushroom coffee and all the mushroom elixirs that force it back happens. We'll also go much deeper than mushrooms alone. We'll figure out what makes tarot tick, what motivates him, what gets him out of bed every morning on a mission to change the world, to change lives, and how Four Sigmatic and mushrooms can change your life. So one percenters, buckle up and get ready for this incredible story, this incredible journey with the legend, tarot. Here we Okay, so let's first let's first talk about just how let's just talk about the background of it. How did it? I know it's kind of vague to be like, how did you all get started in it? But and I know we talked about it before a little bit. What's what spiked your interest in realizing that mushrooms? This can be. I mean, this can be a business. This can be something that I do um, to help others, to give back, to be able to improve other people's lives. It's a lineage thing. So I'm a 13 generation family farmer out of Finland, and I learned. Uh, agriculture and farming from my father and my mom taught physiology and anatomy and uh, when I was yay high she took me out foraging for mushrooms and I learned through them but it's not just mushrooms also berries and other things and my great-grandfather helped found a um, environmental school that I attended for elementary school and I learned more there and then later I studied chemistry and nutrition but it was not like as a kid, my dream was to be a no. mushroom dealer. Right. I wanted to be a, like a <laughs> soccer player. And right. You're you from know. Europe. Everybody does. Yeah. Everybody exactly. wants. Or hockey. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. You know, good. Finland. Cold. But, uh, or rally car driver. That was a big thing when you were a kid. You know, rally car. Formula Ones and rally car were a big thing when That's you were a kid. That's big over in Europe, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You they weren't thinking NFL or NBA. No. It's a little different over there. No. Yeah. Although now basketball is getting pretty big in Europe. I know. Uh, and also in Northern Europe. I mean, it's always been like Spain, the Balkan countries, like Serbia, and those guys have always been big. But I feel like it's now everywhere. Yeah, you got Lori Markman. I mean, we do. Yeah. We, did. we had Hanno Mertela. I know. Which I a lot know. of people don't know. Yeah, I know him. I know him well. <laughs> he's actually he's running a basketball program over there now. Of course you do. That's my ticket to get over there. I mean, I thought <laughs> I'd be going over I'll, there. I'll be nice your backup you. ticket. Okay. I mean, Thanks. he's a much better ticket, okay. but if you can... <laughs> If he doesn't squ- just jump on the trip. Yeah, you. you just do it. Nice. I'll I'll accommodate you. Okay. All yeah. right. So 
didn't make it as a professional hockey player or soccer player. No, I had two knee surgeries, injuries, but I don't think I would have ever made it. I was like, I love playing. I hated practicing, um, like yeah. strength and conditioning and stretching and right. all that stuff. But I love playing. Right. You're and a gamer, what people call a, a gamer. I was a gamer. You practice. I loved it. Um, but I knew a lot about nutrition, just other people didn't. Mm -hmm. And I realized that a lot of professional athletes actually have no clue. It's getting better now, but... It's not like nutrition was a knowledge. It was exactly. very much about like muscle milk and whatever, <laughs> you know. It's, it's like <laughs> you know, crazy amount of sugar post workout. Like yeah. yeah. Not to throw another company under the bus, but like Gatorades or Powerades and stuff like that. Like sure, like there's some good things there, but like probably it's not the optimal. And let alone sleep or HRV, or whatever it may be. <laughs> we but are speaking to the HRV legend yeah, here himself, um, as we'll dive into later. So yeah, but I had friends who became pros, and I went to play in Europe and soccer, and I knew professional athletes, and also some models and stuff, and I started working on nutrition. It's not my dream was to become a shroom dealer, even at that point. But then I discovered a rare mushroom about 14 years ago, won this innovation award for it with my friend, totally randomly. And it kind of, it was like a theme that came back to me. And then I just wanted to, when blogs started blowing up, uh, before there were blogs and Facebook, it just felt hard for me to explain to a wider audience on kind of what I consider like next level health and things that were not part of the mainstream paradigm. Even gut health, you go back 10 years, it was not a thing. Mm -hmm. Even like things that you and I might consider today, like, of course, gut health matters and there's a gut brain connection or or we might say that sleep is incredibly important but it was not top of mind and uh, i wanted to do something and then i went back and what are the big problems that people face in the world and mushrooms and adaptogenic herbs came back multiple times as safe food-based sources and solutions for a lot of people and i was like this is something i want to do Interesting. So as NBA athletes, as we target this, this podcast to high level NBA athletes and, and people that are interested in optimizing themselves, mm -hmm. talk about the, the, the benefits, the, the benefits for longevity, the benefits mm -hmm. for sleep, the benefits for literally just all optimization benefits that mushrooms and adaptogens can bring to you. Yeah. As we were kicking, um, um, early this summer, and we're talking a lot about like, hey, like back in the day, it was a lot of the focus was like, hey, I just want natural. I want natural protein, natural or organic. That was like right. high end. Right. And then some more educated athletes were focused on one level deeper than like, hey, optimizing my macros, like, you know, high fat, low fat or, you know, conscious about carbohydrates. On certain times you should go hard on carbohydrates. Other times you should go light on them. And then, like, really educated people were focused on um, maybe micronutrients like magnesium, um, thinking, like, various vitamins, B vitamins, C, vitamin C for absorption. So the focus was, like, it went from focusing on natural and organic to macronutrients to micronutrients. But uh, my passion was always the one level even deeper than that, what I just call smart nutrients, things that you couldn't – you couldn't – categorize as a protein or carb or fat right. you couldn't categorize as a vitamin or a mineral but they clearly had an impact on on your physiology so i think for an nba athlete or a player i think three benefits that could be game changers nice nice 
One, and we talked about this, is, is immunity. It's so underrated. People only care about immunity when they're sick. But if you're a pro player or even someone who wants to be pro, what is the cost of a sick day? Like, how much does that cost? If you have a yeah. big $20, $30 million contract, it's easy to count. But also, if you're trying to make it, and it, like that might be the make it or break it moment. And not everybody's Michael Jordan who plays on a flu game, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And not everybody puts right. 35 on right. while they have a flu. So what is the cost of have a sick day? That's huge. And mushrooms have these polysaccharides, these very particular compounds that modulate the immune system and provide natural immune support to your body. Um, I've been 12 years without being sick while traveling around the world. And as an athlete, your immunity will be sacrificed when you push yourself hard. Not only when your body, after a tough workout or game, your body's tired, so it's more prone to something happening. But also, you might be really sweaty and then you might be in AC or something might happen. Like that's a difficult situation. You gotta shower and change real quick. You might be on airplanes or buses or cars a long time. So like the risk of getting sick is really high if you push yourself and your body's tired. And these mushrooms are some of the best nature's shields for immunity. And using them wow. for protecting Thanks. your body is massive. And it's just something yeah. that is super underrated until you have a problem with it. Yeah, very. So it's it's instead of having to attack the problem afterwards, you're preventing it beforehand. And yeah. You, and you being not sick for 12 years, that mm-hmm. literally speaks volumes to how it works. Yeah. And it's 5 o'clock to you, too, and you look like it, you're fresh as can be. Like you look like you're 9 a.m. <laughs> like whatever mushrooms you've been drinking today. Yeah, this guy looks like he's just a light of energy here. Yeah. The other one that we talked about is a lot of beginners or people who are starting in the sports world are really focused on stimulants. But everybody who's done more sports or especially who play professionally know that it's really like you're so wired after a game or practice. And a lot of those games or practice might be late at night. Um, and then you're wired and you can't get sleep. Yeah, for sure. If you That's can't get sleep, thing, there's nothing will replace that. Yep. Literally yep. nothing. And then some people who probably, I didn't never had that gene, but beyond competitive, like ultra competitive. So in their head, they're going through like plays they could have done better or what they could have done differently. Or they're thinking about the next day, we're playing these guys, like what do I do? So the the mind is racing full on and they can't stop it. And they're wired from exercise, maybe bright lights, music, energy of the crowd, or in an exercise going hard and you can't get sleep and then you're up until 1 a.m. watching Instagram or, you know, <laughs> texting people, whatever it may be, yeah, or hit sure. the clubs. Yeah. And then you don't get that sleep and you yeah. know how important that rejuvenating Delta phase sleep is. You know Absolutely. how important that is. And without that sleep, you're not going to recover. Okay. You're not going to perform at the same level. Also, your mind will not be as sharp. Not let alone your body likes being a little more tired because young players can probably handle that you know, that physical, but your mind will not be sharp right? if you haven't slept. And that's where everything revolves around. So that's really big, especially for coaches too. Mm-hmm. In an ultra-competitive sport like the NBA for players and coaches, a lot of what I get when I talk to coaches about sleep is they're just not able to shut their brain off. Yes. They have so many things going through their mind. They're analyzing the game that they just had. They're looking forward, to, looking ahead to the game or coming next or practice. There's so much going on. And not even just professional sports, but think about it. Like people in general, 
Like the, the majority of, of people can't shut their brain off at night. That is the one main factor why people lack sleep. For sure. And and look, it's not that different from like you said, from busy entrepreneur or a mom or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's not just professional athletes who have this problem. Right. Modern life told us that we'll have life will be easier when we have our smartphones. And but <laughs> but seems like it's actually gotten a lot more challenging. Yeah. And there's a lot of reasons why we don't sleep. Blue light, you yeah. know, there's like our rooms are too warm. You know, there we don't Should have a pad. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there's a lot of reasons w- yeah. or what causes poor sleep or what could improve good sleep. But a lot of people result to, they're tired, so they result to stimulants in the morning. They're like caffeine, 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 sugar, sugar, sugar. Then afternoon they crash, so they're like processed food. And in the evening it's like red wine, yeah. whatever. And it's like that wine will further decrease your sleep quality you might sleep the same seven eight hours but your sleep score will be worse yeah so what is cool about these adaptogenic mushrooms and herbs is that they're they're not stimulative they're not sedative they're like you go on four or five highway and you put your car cruise control on 60 it will keep it at 60 if you go up the hill, it's going to accelerate. If you go down the hill, it's going to decrease. So what they do is they're going to force if your body is in this fight-or-flight mode and your HBA axis is firing and you're, like, f- super stimulated, they're going to they're gonna ground you up a little bit. You know, they're going to work your endocrine system. They're going to they're gonna calm you down. So things like Rishi and Ashwakanda at night, uh, like, we make this, like, healthy, delicious hot chocolate. Yes, you do, which I drink every night. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on – because we have Tara on the podcast, but the hot chocolate is absolutely amazing. And, sorry to keep interrupting you, I just got to talk about it. (laughs) And I get amazing, great night's sleep. And we're talking about sleep and being competitive, and that is me to the max. And there's only one person in this world that I don't get better sleep than, and this is this guy right here. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't have the chili pad yet. (laughs) I think I can improve on. Yeah, you're going to get even better than me. I have a... I have an okay HRV score. <laughs> 200, uh, legendary. 200 is the max. I've never hit average 200. Oh, okay, well, uh, I'll we'll just, work on that. I yeah, think we'll I've been on 170 average, I think, is the highest. So talk about the different, like you're talking about ashwagandha. Talk mm-hmm. about the different um, compounds of the mushrooms that you have, the different mixes that you guys have, and what you would prescribe for people to get, let's say, let's say to get the deepest sleep. Okay. Say, what, what would they do? Um yeah, so I would say it can be daunting to enter this world of like you're a ball player or whatever yeah. you do, and you're like now somebody tells you is you realize that you're super hyped up at night, you can't get sleep, and then somebody's like look into mushrooms and adaptogens. It's like like and the name is Ashwagandha. It's like yeah. bio vowel. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> what are you talking about? So it can be overwhelming. But what I would say is like if you learn anything new, you don't need to learn the 50 herbs or the herb number 122. You don't have to learn the herb number 47 even. You don't need to learn those things. Same way as if you learn to study basketball, you don't have to learn Hanomatilla or even yeah. Laurie Markkinen. Yeah. Learn the big O and yeah. you know study Bill Russell. Like There is the Mount Rushmore. Like Start yeah. at the Mount Rushmore. Yes, nice. And then Good work analogy. your way down from there Man. and then slowly build up. And in the Mount Rushmore sleep, there's the reishi mushroom, which is the most studied functional mushroom. 
no, it doesn't taste like the portobello mushroom or anything like that. So <laughs> it's completely different. Think of it like it's almost tastes yeah. like black tea. Yeah, yeah. But there's no caffeine. Right. And then there's ashwagandha, which is an herb, which is also similar, like earthy, natural flavor, and it's a root known as sometimes the Indian ginseng. It's the it's like arguably the healthiest thing to come from the Ayurvedic, you know, um, Indian medicine system. And those two are amazing. Other things that could work at night, um, I would recommend L-theanine or L-tryptophan, which is type of amino acids that mm-hmm. can calm the body. Magnesium out of the minerals that right. could be good. Small amounts of um, things that give you pleasure. So that's why like a little bit of chocolate actually can help you because you get a feel-good vibe. Just go really yeah. dark chocolate, sugar-free, or have like a little healthier version of that can help. Um and keep it really kind of bitter because it's a lot of those commercial chocolates hit this hyper palatability of sugar and fat. So then you eat the whole bar. <laughs> so yeah, you want to hit this like really earthy, yeah. almost like uncomfortably bitter thing. And that can help a lot. So those are great for nighttime. I highly recommend those. Well, let's keep rolling into as we keep going with the NBA player. And mm-hmm. so the NBA is all about recovery too. recovery, longevity, going on flights. Uh, 41 times out of the year for 82 game schedule, you have to be able. to so We talked about sleep, but how can you how can you go over a long course of the time? Like get yourself at 100 percent full every single night. Yeah. So to the thought is like, hey, if you're sick, you can't get on the court. Right. So immunity important. Well, immunity. Once you get on the court and you crush it, you need to recover for the next day. Yep. Sleep super important for longevity. Nice. It's it's like your knees and joints, like. You, you're tall, you carry a lot of weight, you jump a lot, you you know, you know jump, you move, there's a lot of lateral movement, a lot of hurt on the knees. Um, even if you don't wear Converse at basketball court, you're still gonna, <laughs> you're still probably your hips and your knees. And Is that what we're in Finland? Are we still wearing Converse in Finland? <laughs> yeah, we do. Okay, That's okay, why okay. there's only two players. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Uh, no. Sorry, I, sorry. Keep uh, going when you travel. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, there's this inflammation, and I know from like uh, I've spent in the last decade, like usually 40 to 60 trips a year. I'm trying to cut back really dramatically Man. right now, but Amazing. you sit in a lot on airplanes, you sit in buses, you sit in cars. Like that's not ideal recovery. You s- even if you have a big seat, it's not the best recovery you're gonna get. That's for sure, no doubt. And and then the pressurized air cabins and all this stuff, and it creates this additional inflammation on top of it. So. Having really high amounts of kind of anti-inflammatory antioxidants. So antioxidants is one of these words that get thrown a lot. Yeah. It's hormones. Yeah. It's like balance your hormones, <laughs> and then you ask them like, "Dude, what's a hormone?" <laughs> and they, they, they don't know what they don't know what's an antioxidant. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But these are these things that you can find in, let's say, berries. Actually, in coffee and cacao, especially black foods, are good for longevity. So, coffee. Cacao, black olives, black mm. sesame seeds, charcoal, and things like chaga mushroom. But these black foods are particularly good color pigments. So you want to eat the rainbow diet in a low sugar setting. And those really protect your heart and they protect your knees and joints. And those antioxidants literally help to combat that stress that you're hitting because it's preventing oxidization. And that's important, especially the ones that are gut healthy or gut friendly mm-hmm. low sugar versions of antioxidants are beautiful beautiful for that recovery so you want to protect your immunity you want to sleep well and you want to get some of these color pigments into your body to further um, 
basically aid recovery, but also help with longevity. Man, and that leads me into the next part of this too, is how beneficial these are. And you did a great, great job of putting out the three main points that, mm -hmm. that the benefits can have to NBA players, to anyone in general. But what I, I find very admirable about you and I respect a ton is you were doing this before anybody had any idea. Yeah, because it was what dumb. Mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, but to an extent. If to I, be it would have been easier to ride the bandwagon, huh? Yeah, for been, sure. If, uh, if Bill Russell could choose, he would play in today's world. He would get a lot bigger contracts, no, huh? Yeah, if he was having mushrooms, he'd still be playing. Maybe yeah. Bill Russell would be at 70 <laughs> years old. Who knows? That longevity. No, I don't but think But what I'm that, saying is yeah. I really respect how you took something that didn't even exist and now you're turning it to be mainstream. Like, people mm -hmm. are seeing this. And y you've built a company around it. Like, when you started out, there was no way that you probably thought this could even be possible to do that. I thought it's possible. Otherwise well, there you go. See, that's it. why I love you even more. <laughs> you thought it was possible, and you also didn't care what mainstream would say. Yeah. Because if you said 14 years ago, and how long ago did you start for uh, Sigmatic? This business was seven years ago. This seven brand, years ago. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure the planning process, I'm sure yeah. the baby started before that, too. Yeah. But um, what I'm saying is there's a, like, that's a high amount of respect for going going against the grain, going against what, against what could be easy or comfortable. Because it works. So that's the thing is, like, it's yes. not a new thing. Sometimes reporters ask me, it's like, Tara, right now, mushrooms and adaptogens are all the hype. Like, how, how long do you think they'll be? And I was like, <laughs> well, the word, world is about 4.2, 4.5 billion years old. We've been here 100, maybe 200,000 years. These mushrooms have been here 2.4 billion years. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure they're gone tomorrow. <laughs> the <laughs> first over billion years, because mushrooms or fungi are same as animals. We used to be part of the same super kingdom, so we still share half of our DNA with mushrooms. So because we share half of our DNA with mushrooms, that's why they work, because our body recognizes them. And But... Yeah, first billion years, they had to eat something, but there was no plants or anything to eat, so they ate rocks. Think of how badass you are. They ate rocks. Oh, man. For the first billion years. Do you know how long is billion years? It's really long. That's a long time. That's a really long time. That is. They didn't, they, I mean, they couldn't find anything else other than rocks then? I mean, I, yeah, I still eat rocks else, occasionally. Because there was not nothing. They were, the first sauce on it. they were the first thing to come from the sea to the dry land. There was nothing else. They just had to rock it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good. It's, it's, I mean, that's a good point that it has been around for this time and now it's like the hot thing, but how do you make the transition and like the transition is, is hard in professional sports to bring anything new into what people have been doing for a long time. Well, that's the thing that was always bothered me in the health industry is like, there was these passionate people like myself who had a jam and they would yell from the mountaintop for years until like something got big. Like, like actually a lot of the stuff they, people that work or stuff that our grandparents or our great grandparents did, like ice bath. Like yeah. it's it's not it's not rocket science. No, but it works. It's amazing. I it's just did one before I came here. Just <laughs> yeah. swear, it's amazing. Yeah, it works. Yeah, but it's not. It's simple things like that, and um, adding a little bit of sea salt to your water. Hydration. Yeah, time. it's better than Gatorade. Like yeah, it's yeah. salt has minerals. Minerals help you recover. So how do we get you into so, the NBA? So, <laughs> so they need you. They need I, you. I don't know that. You know that. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But back to the point is I felt there was all these things, my homies, who would yell from the mountaintops. And I saw that they couldn't cross the chasm. They just couldn't. Like there was a bridge. Yeah. They couldn't cross. It was, it was too hardcore. It was too odd. And the thing is one of the hardest things to do is start a new routine. 
even if you're highly motivated financially and passionate-wise to be the best player you are, it's hard to change your routine. Especially add a new routine is really hard. Mm -hmm. That's why even like yeah. multivitamins have been around forever and everybody forgets to take them. Everyone forgets to take them. Yeah. You take them for a week and then you forget to like, <laughs> oh, I forgot to take my multivitamin. <laughs> By the way, those don't even necessarily work. That's what I was <laughs> going to say work. too. But people forget. Yeah. You know what they don't forget? Coffee. Yeah. They don't forget. They, so like I saw, because a lot of these healthy mushrooms don't taste like portobello mushroom or butter mushroom. They taste more like earthy, bittery, like I said, black tea, kind of like bitter, earthy, natural. And I realized that like Americans don't enjoy bitters. We like sweet shit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, sweeter the better. Think about chocolate. No one's getting the hundred percent cacao. No. I mean, I'm gnawing on that. Even but no eighty else. or sixty. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like thirty percent. By yeah. the way, think of you buy chocolate that is twenty or thirty percent chocolate. What is the rest? <laughs> Sugar and milk. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> it's like hey, pity. But I realized that hey, but people love cacao. They love like one of the most fa popular protein powder flavors in America is chocolate. Mm -hmm. You know, um, coffee is, it's insane how much people consume coffee. So I was like, hey, that's the thing. That's the, that's the vessel. That's the lead domino. It's like, hey, let's upgrade that. Um, I think it's something like 160-something million Americans want to reduce the amount of caffeine they take. Want to reduce. Want. They don't want to quit. Yeah. They don't want to quit. They won't quit. Have you yeah. ever tried to quit drinking coffee for a I week? have, yeah. Wow, you're amazing. But you're the, can't and it. then 30 million something, or was it 32 million Americans? And these stats are from the Coffee Association, so I feel like they're lobbying it them to be lower <laughs> than they actually. But they say like 32 million, I believe, Americans every day get negative adverse effects such as headaches from coffee. Every day. Yeah. Every single day you feel yeah. like shit, but you still do it. Yep. Because you can't. Because you know how bad you feel without it. <laughs> yeah. Which. So. Which is amazing because you found—I mean—you found that niche with mushrooms to put it into coffee, and I think that's the next. But he also fixes the flavor because, like, then you—if once you feel it and you're like, "Oh, here's coffee. I don't get heartburn. I get this like immune support and antioxidants and all this stuff." But first and foremost, it like, you know, it costs me a dollar a day or two dollars a day or whatever, uh, so it's not that expensive. It tastes more or less the same as normal coffee, and I don't get these negative adverse effects. Yeah, it's amazing. And I've honestly been I've been using it for probably the past four years, even mm -hmm. before knowing you. Mm -hmm. But now that I've been able to get to know you and know the person that you are too and know that you literally live and breathe it, like I was saying, 12 years mm -hmm. without getting sick, super energy all the time, like it just it's obviously works. Mm -hmm. Like that's the people that I respect the most that have the passion and use that passion for a purpose mm -hmm. to help others, but also live and breathe what they're speaking. Mm -hmm. So let's go into some rapid fire questions now. So sure. I, I want to talk. Was that? That was my first answer. 47. <laughs> <laughs> what you saying? Is that your number? Was it? Wasn't there like no, a 47th herb or something too? Yeah. That's the ashwagandha. Can we buy yeah. a vial for herb? Yeah. All right. So I think like even more than just uh, mushrooms and being able to um, sell Four Sigmatic into professional sports, into the next level and, and athletes, like I love the person that you are and what you've been able to build mm -hmm. and looking at you as, as um, someone who goes against the flow of the norm and is able to stand out without caring what anybody else thinks or says and will absolutely live out your passion and live out your purpose. Mm -hmm. So saying that, what drives you? What drives you daily? What makes you wake up in the morning 
and skip normal coffee, take your chaga mushroom coffee, and just go attack the world. What is your, what is your, I could say, mission that you're on? Yeah, there's two answers. One of them is really long and philosophical, so I'm not going to go too deep and start. Because it's a rapid talk about, fire. Yeah, because it's call. rapid fire, yeah, right? Um, dude, I just try to have fun, learn, yeah. and not make the world a worse place. Nice. Like, it's not even that high of a goal. It's like, I'm not trying to change the world. I've never said I'm trying to change the world. I just try to do like net positive shit, yeah. what, what, which I enjoy. And hopefully I learn. And I've worked with these mushrooms for a long time. I keep learning new shit all the time. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kept me. And I've learned, I've studied many nutrition-related things. And I can't say the same thing for a lot of other parts of nutrition, um, like types of protein. Like I, once, you've, you know, once you're three years in studying amino acids, there's a point when you're like, <laughs> I, can, I can't. Like, I've done this. Yeah. Like, is there an amino acid to study more? Sure. But like, I, it just doesn't pump me up. Yeah. Right. But that's a great answer, though. I mean, you are and that's that's what you do. Like, that's why I like being around you. The times we've been able to hang out is that you're a positive guy and you it's the people that you are, the people that you hang around. Mm -hmm. So you definitely put out that vibe. And whether you just say you're not trying to change the world or not, just by doing that is changing people's lives. It's a trigger effect to change in other people's lives, too, for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. How about any any mottos, any quotes, anything that uh, sayings or anything that you've that you've lived by since you're young or that you've. You yeah, now? I've challenged some of them now, but there was one was <laughs> that I had was uh, it's uh, um, eagles fly free, geese in groups. Eagles fly free. Say it again. Eagles fly free, geese in groups, and that was the thing is that eagles fly alone and they're observant. Yep. And then geese are in groups and they just follow each other. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that was one of the things I. And uh, when, which one did you resonate with? Were you the eagle? Were you the geese? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure it's I don't know. The, a lot of the indigenous say that um, don't be a crow, be a hawk. And this thing is the crow keeps talking and the hawk keeps observing. Uh, see, you got more of them. You got a lot of birds saying. There's I a like lot of birds. I like <laughs> birds um, And just life philosophy, my yeah. key was... Um, uh, was just like I, my goal was to live my own life in my own way, not Love someone that. else's life and right. someone else's way, or my life in your way, or or your life my way. It's just my life my way, and see the truth as it is and accept it, which is really hard sometimes. You see the yeah, truth, but sure. then you like ignore it, it yep. and respond to like Great. bad vibes with good vibes, with yeah. with fear. Respond to fear with love. Yep. And then I had a rosary when I was a kid. We're not even Catholic or anything. Mm-hmm. In Finland, there's no really Catholic or it's just, right. we're just backwards. But I had a rosary <laughs> and I would go to beats and I would say when I was like, like not sure what I will do with my life, I will just say like step by step, uh, moment by moment, I'll get better and better. And then I would go to the next beat, step by step, moment by moment, I'll get better and better. And I would do those, the series of beats saying that same thing. Wow. And then you, when you have that one, you know, that one separate beat yeah. in that rosary, yeah, 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 then I would yeah. say what I wanted that day. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that was a thing that I did when I was a kid. Man, okay. That's yeah. that's good. That's a lot of sayings that you have. A lot. I know. I'm like, but, I'm in here, I love the positive ones. I'm in here bringing all this negative energy, and you're taking those <laughs> negative negative vibes and going positive but vibes. But there's a lot of things we tell ourselves. There you is, know? true. I mean, we say our shit to ourselves all the time. Yeah, all the time, our right. mate. 
I say that like, hey, you can be three weeks without eating any food. That's possible. Yeah. You can be three days without drinking water. So to me, water is and hydration is more important than solid food For because sure. we can be less time without hydration. We can be maybe three minutes without breathing. You know, if you're David Blaine, it's 15 <laughs> minutes, but he's an outlier. A yes. normal person, you know, so three weeks without food, three days without water, three minutes without um, oxygen. So oxygen, to me, breathing is more important than even hydration. No doubt. But we can be barely three seconds without a thought. Our mind is racing all the time. It's hard to stop that train. And Man. you probably even shouldn't. So what are the thoughts you're telling yourself? That's a re that's really cool way to way to look at it. Way to so to me, it. the mind is the black belt. Yeah. The food is the white belt or the blue belt. But you can't get to the black belt if you don't have your blue belt and your brown belt and your purple belt and whatever. Man. I don't even know what order they go to. I don't know. Blacks. That's uh, that's the only one we need to know. Yeah, Start the black. And the then black. I think if you're being black, and you're like super master pro Yoda, you get a double white. Is that what? Is that? Yeah, how I think so. And then in jujitsu, it's red. Uh, you could literally but say anything, and I'll believe you. Yeah, it's definitely when you have a lifetime achievement in jiu-jitsu, it's it's red. But I think in karate, it's like if you've been forever, then it's you're a Yoda, Yoda, then he's double white because it because <laughs> it's you're like back to basics. Yeah, because you just rinse and repeat. Interesting. So that's yeah. that's the next book that I'm I'm writing is about rinse and repeat. Nah, it's about Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> it's about rinse, repeat, and Yoda. Double double white belts. No, but the person yeah. the person that you speak to the most throughout the day. It's not even close. It's yourself. Oh, for the, sure. The thoughts you tell yourself and often super unconscious. Yes, so my unconscious. point was just yes. I read this book a long time ago when I was a kid. And I was just like, hey, it's like. It's like the tip of the iceberg is the conscious thoughts and the subconscious thoughts that you're not aware of is all bottom of the like under the ocean. It's huge, and you just it's but that analogy. conscious thoughts are a gateway to the rest of your thoughts. So when I was a kid, I was just like obsessed with focusing on good thoughts. Now I'm a little bit loosey goosey with that, but I think yeah. the idea stays true: is if you're conscious about your words, if you're conscious about your thoughts, you're probably also gonna slowly work yeah. on the unconscious stuff. But that's good. But that's, I mean, building that base of those conscious positive thoughts is what built you into being a positive person. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. What What are your beliefs? Create your thoughts. Your yep. thoughts create your words. Your word creates your actions. Actions yep. are your routines. And, and the other way around is like if you have these good habits, those habits become become eventually your thoughts and those thoughts become your beliefs. And for sure. So. Yeah. Wow. When me and my wife have kids, we're going to send them over to Finland yeah. and have them raised in Finland. Yeah, at a farm. At a farm, yeah. Yeah. I've Shower in spring water, eat berries and mushrooms. Exactly. I mean, they, they, you guys always win. You and Denmark always win the top living countries of the world. Yeah. So you're well, doing you know something what? Right. We don't win basketball. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Actually, the basketball team has been doing pretty good. I think we won France. Uh, you, you won France? Yeah. You beat France? Yeah. That is really good. That is pretty good, huh? That's a, that's a big step. Yeah, the Worlds are coming up, the Olympics next year. Who knows? Yeah. It could be the next hotbed powerhouse. I, I don't think so, but we're tall. <laughs> Get them all mushrooms, we're, and they will be... We're really white. They'll be playing. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll be the whitest country in that games. Yeah, that might be an issue for basketball. Yeah. Say that. But hey, hey, we'll stick to hockey. We'll stick to hockey. Uh, hockey. Oh, man. Okay, so anyways... Uh, Back to the rapid fire, and <laughs> one for my one for my own personal want, own personal benefit is, what are some routines, some some tricks or habits or some things that you do that that you feel that you do through your day that make you 
who you are, make you the superhuman tarot that you are. I don't think I'm a superhuman. All but right, you're supposed to go with that. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll just, roll with the punches. Yeah. So um, <laughs> what do I do? I um, In the morning, I don't have a morning routine because wow. I think routines suck. It's, Interesting. It's important to switch it up. That being said, there are themes that are consistent, like hydration is a big theme. Yeah. Light movement, stretching or like some sort of light movement, fresh air. Those are good themes. Gratitude. Yep. That's important. Yep. And um, those are some themes in the morning. During the day, I want a nap or a siesta. Even if you don't fall asleep, just lie down. You could do a meditation. You could somehow break it up, but love a nap. Me too. Um, connection. It's super important. Finding ways to have genuine deep connections. Important. Um, and I think there needs to be somewhere F-U-N, fun. It's like what, what it's somewhere there in the day, there should be dedication and commitment to your craft or to service to others. And then there should be fun. So you, I don't think if there are people who always like say, I will be happy when. Yeah. When I nice. Make the team when I am a starter, when I, I yep. make the playoffs, when I win the championship. And then you win the championship and you're empty, right? That's that. But then there's also people hedonistic who just like do whatever they want when they have fun, and they, f- they also feel empty because they lack purpose. Yep. Yep. And sounds simple, but it's the middle of the road. You need both. You need service and dedication, but you also need to find time to have fun. Absolutely spot on. Awesome yeah. point. And and that leads into the next question too of where we can follow you, where we can watch you have this fun. Because I I don't follow like I do follow, but I don't watch many people's Instagram stories, and I'm I always watch yours because you're literally in some oh, cool place, some different place, or wherever you're at, you're just having fun. I don't do Instagram stories, so it's or your feed. Instagram pictures, Instagram <laughs> pictures. <laughs> My bad. I saw you on the top of a mountain one time. I saw you with a, a woman in New Mexico over in Finland. Yeah, yeah. I I don't. I'm bad with social media, but I have a. a, a bad Instagram account called I am Tarot T E R O where I uh, post random photos that make no sense. And then I go three yeah. weeks without posting anything. Yeah. It's very inconsistent. Interesting. Well, that's the way yeah. to do it. You don't it's the worst account. It's inconsistent with both quality and posting. But then <laughs> every now and then I have a gem. <laughs> you had some I, gems lately that I, I saw. I, I buy a ghost town or I fly a private, uh, like oh, a fighter yeah. jet to space. Wow. And then, then it's all horrible content for a few months. So it's, I, you drop the gem there. Wait, time out. All right, time out. <laughs> you told me you bought a ghost town, which is crazy and amazing all in one. Well, what was the, f- the flying a I fighter I went to jet? Russia. Um, it's a long story. But I, I, in Russia, <laughs> I f- uh, flew a fighter jet to the stratosphere, like a MiG-29. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So that makes it even cooler that you don't do Instagram stories on that. Yeah, yeah. I should. You're like the, the Dosecki's most at, interesting as a as a as a single man living in a big city, that would probably help me if I would do the Instagram stories. But it might help, but I yeah. think it'd take away from Maybe who you are. Maybe it's this podcast and this video that like this is going to get you out there. Yeah, we're going to send it to Vogue. We're going to send it to. No, that doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Let's make GQ. GQ. That's what I'm looking for. Is a GQ smile. Whatever. All right. Yeah. So that's that's where you follow him, and yeah. we'll link to everything as I drop everything. What's that? Hoops hype rumors. <laughs> yeah, you follow the hoops hype rumors. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah, but you know what they are. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. I follow yeah. them. Yeah, Anybody basketball is. Yeah, you, you have sneaky. to. You sneaky know yeah. a lot of basketball, you yeah. and your 98 Bulls. Yeah. Uh, all right, before we let you off this hot seat, tell sure. me what 
This is a one percenter podcast, mm-hmm. meaning you pour into yourself one percent daily to be able to pour into others one percent. Yeah. What does a one percenter mean to you in your life or your vision? I think it's that service to others. Yeah. Um, I, the U.S. is my tenth country I'm living in, and I've been lucky to live in a couple third world countries and. And it's nice. a mound how much happiness you get from having perspective and dedication to others. Because we often forget that our own shit, like we feel that our own shit doesn't stink and that also our, our problems are so huge. But then when you get out of your own little bubble and you meet people yeah, that's cool. who have have it a little tougher, yeah. um, serving them and helping them or helping in general it gives a lot of perspective. That's really cool. What third world countries did you live in? By the um, way? Philippines. Yeah. I'm China. Basketball. There's. Basketball. Oh yeah, they they Madness. love they do love basketball. They probably thought you were a basketball player down there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, because they don't. If you're six foot, you're tall. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what they think is basketball players. In China. Yeah. Amazing. So, yeah. And yeah, there's the only Philippines, the only country where as a six foot, you're they think you're tall. I know. Yeah. And it's the craziest it's, basketball atmosphere ever. It is. It is pretty wild. You've yeah. been there, right? Oh yeah, many times. I've done. I worked with Manny Pacquiao's basketball team when I was down there. Wow. There's like fifty thousand people at the game. They love it. Yeah, he something played. about it. They love it. It's yeah. There's it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, he played, coached, and managed. <laughs> so I don't want this podcast to get out to the Philippines, but not the best player you've ever seen. <laughs> How it goes. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Like, <laughs> let's go with one more to wrap it up as we go down the rabbit hole in a yeah. million different ways. How Tell many of your Instagram followers are from the Philippines? Is it, is that's it where majority? Most it's just the majority. It's the, the majority. That's yeah. where literally most of mine are. Yeah. If I was smart, I'd go down there and have about 100,000 followers. Easy. Ba- yeah, easy. Twitter, yeah. Instagram, they love it too. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we yeah. do that. You Take just post photos of mangoes. <laughs> <laughs> Balut. You ever had Balut? Uh, no, I didn't want to do that. That was, that was wilding. Yeah, uh, good, t- good choice. Yeah, it's horrible. Not to say that I was uh, vegan when I lived there, but I was I was very conscious about that, so I, I felt wrong. Yeah. Can you explain to people what that is? Yeah, balut is the embryo of an egg, so it's the before the egg is actually an egg. It's literally eating the embryo, and you get it off the side of the street, and it looks like a drug deal being exchanged when you get it. Yeah, and it doesn't taste good, mm. and it's probably a horrible thing to do. Yeah, yeah, that's why I never had it. Yeah, but I, n- I know what it is. Just never called my name. Right. That's why. Maybe these, I was not ready. That's why these negative vibes <laughs> over here did it, and positive vibes didn't over there. Come on. All right. With the last part, let's let's just wrap up. Thirty seconds, forty-five seconds. Why the NBA can benefit from mushrooms can benefit from four sigmatic, and why we need to get this in the NBA. Kick out Gatorade. Kick out Red Bull. <laughs> four sigmatic. I let's go. You, I think you need to answer that question. Yo, I know the answer, but yeah. I mean. I want you to give like the. I'll give you a woo-woo answer. I think mushrooms are an intelligent form of life, and I think we have a lot to learn from them. That's a great answer. That's a great way to sign off here, as we're gonna go get us some hot chocolate right now. (laughs) The One Percenter Podcast, the Legendaro. Let's go. Big time. Thank you for joining me on the One Percenter Podcast. Hopefully you took something away from today that you can implement into your own life, that you can improve 1% daily, pouring into yourself so that you can pour into others. And that's what life's about. Just living every day with the ultimate joy, passion for what you do, and overall confidence in who you are. Being able to live the life that you want to live without caring how others want you to live it. 
And if you want to take the next step along with me, right beside me in a community of one percenters, in a tribe of one percenters, check out David Nurse Academy. Thinkific.com. The link will be in the show notes, but what this is, is this it gets you registered to be part of the family, the one percenter family, taking the 29-day challenge, where it goes in-depth, personalized, customized information and questions to me, where I work hand-in-hand with you to help you optimize your sleep, your nutrition, your training, and your overall mindset, and literally to make you the ultimate one percenter so check that out david nurse academy.thinkific.com link is in the show notes but really that's that's only if you want it that's if you want to take the next step you definitely don't have to i'm just super blessed and super happy to have you along on this journey with me on the one percenter podcast and i'm always trying to improve i'm always trying to learn so if you could leave me some questions leave me some comments leave a five-star review that would be great or if you think it's a one star tell the truth on that too but anyways that helps me get on even more guests and helps us all learn together and grow together in any area that we can and ultimately that's the joy in life think about it if you can enjoy the journey enjoy the daily process enjoy the daily grind and not have to put your thoughts and hopes and and dreams and the expectations of others or what the world deems a success but just knowing you're waking up every single day on a mission on your purpose following your passion that's what being a one percenter is about that's what this podcast is about hope you all have a great week thank you for supporting the one percenter podcast go out there and do something for somebody change somebody's life if you change one life that is leaving a legacy the rest is gravy on top remember life is a journey enjoy it David Nurse, 1%er Podcast, signing off.